Here, always in record. That is a nice voice. That, that, and that's also a very legendary um, quote. Look at Arthur. Hey, I've, got, I've got a fucking hit here, man. I'm telling you. It's wait, wait, wait. This is, okay, so with De La Soul, who else? I don't know. I got to get, I got to get big names on it. I got to get, we got to get names on it, you know? It's for that guy, you know, I, that I told you about, the guy Cyrus, you know? And, and uh, you know, basically he's the head of the DNC, the black uh, African-American head of the DNC, like the main guy. And, and would, you know, we got the access to, uh, to doing things. So it's a matter of doing them, getting them started. And then, so I, I had an idea to do, we were going to do a track. We were thinking of a track to do, to redo and do a rap or whatever. And then I, the guy, one of the guys who I met through the guys from Rock is Revenge, they're friends with this guy, Earl Toons. And he wrote, amongst other songs, he wrote Celebration for Cool in the Gang. So I thought, oh, that's such a cool track to do a rap over because I don't think anyone ever did it. And it's sort of a good... Did you hear Public Enemy fight the power reboot? Yeah, I didn't hear it yet. It's pretty good. Did you hear about this last one? No, what is it? So uh, uh, P did a, um, an updated fight the power for 2020 and it's got like Nas, Rhapsody, Black Thought on it. And it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's the same track, just kind of some like different lyrics and a little bit of a different mix and different flows. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I gotta hear it for sure. I'll, I'll talk. Um, yeah, I mean that's great. That's you know, that's good too. I mean, I'm just trying to do something that's more like you know uplifting and not political. It's more like fun to get people not to vote to to, to register to vote. Oh. So, okay. And and I think the and and but the guy, as I said, the guy who I met, uh, he wrote the song. He wrote. He wrote a bunch of the Cool in the Gang songs, but he wrote this. So we weren't thinking of doing it. And then once I thought of like De La Soul doing a rap over Celebration, it would probably be, could be pretty commercial, you know? And then yeah. they're looking for things that are like earworms that, you know, that they could get, you know, like 15 second, 30 second things. And, and you know, they can get it on, they can get it to go virtual, you know, they can hook it up. So, and it's easy to do because I'm just cutting up the record and putting a few beats underneath it. It's, it, it it'll be done like in, a, in an hour. And then get it to De La Soul and see what they come up with. You know? that's, that's, that's the definition of prolific. I love that. The definition of what? Prolific. Prolific. I'll just... Well, it's, yeah. more, it's more just doing it. It's easy to do. It's like really easy for me to do this and... and uh, and, you know, to make it like an old school, like a Rapper's Delight vibe, but, you know. And, oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that kind of vibe with the track, because you know the song, and it's really with the horns and the guitar. And then we just do a bass line in there and, then, and make it really like old school rap. And uh, it's, like a, it's like Saturday version, like part deux. Yeah, yeah. well, it's a, you know, you remember the song Celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on, let's celebrate, you know. So, yeah, I've been, to, I've been to a bar mitzvah. And I yeah, know. well, that's it. But that's what the genius is because everyone knows the song. It's not, it's, it's, it's white song, black song. Old people know it. Young people know it. It's like totally the, the right song to do. 
And then if we get some really cool rappers and then we're trying to maybe get Mary J. Blige to sing the chorus, you know, I mean, but the shit got to get done in the next week, you know? And I can ask a little pump. What? I can ask a little pump. Yeah, ask him. He'd be good to do that, right? He'd be yeah. good. Who else in Florida is there that we could get? Oh, uh, Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah, Rick Ross would be yeah. great. I mean, if we, if we get De La Soul, you know, that opens up the door that the other guys... Eric Morello? Oh, too soon. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. <laughs> That's not nice. Come on. <laughs> that's really causing a lot of that's causing a lot of uh, controversy in the in the dance world, you know. Oh yes. Because a lot of a lot of people are like, yo, you know, a lot of people going, oh, he was such a great guy, and and then a lot of a lot of the women, a lot of the female DJs and stuff are really. Going with the, you know, some of them are actually going, yeah, he, you know, he was a good guy, but then might, there's other women who guy, are going, no. But, huh? but he might have been a good guy who did something very horrible, right? Is yeah, exactly. Possibly? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, listen, I haven't said a word about it because I knew him and I, you know, and I, I, I we were friendly, but, you know, if, if he did what he is accused of, that's totally fucked up. And, the fact that he sort of offed himself, um, I assume, maybe he didn't on purpose, I don't know. But if he did, that means he was sort of like uh, taking the, not the easy way out, but obviously uh, he probably did it, you know? I presume there's other stuff going on there, right? I, you know, maybe there's- what, issue. what other stuff that he had been involved in? I don't know. No, I mean like substance issues or depression. No, no, he had substance issues, but that was like a, that was a, uh, that was, he admitted that he did a he did a famous interview with Pete Tong at the uh, at IMS talking about his drug issues and, and you know he was really into um, K so he was like totally went down that road but um, who who's into K or, or down huh? that hole I think I think it's down that hole is the right that hole excuse me I, I, yeah. <laughs> but but it's uh, it's fucking too bad man because you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting you know, too because like every other day there's some name celebrity or you know like rest in peace Chadwick that was like out of nowhere. Who? Who? Chadwick Boseman, man, Black Panther. Yeah, but what's yeah, but people just see people start connecting death with death and death. It's it's got nothing, you know. It's just like yeah, they're neither of these deaths have anything to do with anything really, other than. One guy got sick and he happened to die, and then the other guy happened to com commit. You know, when people start doing that whole celebrity, everyone's dying thing, it does my head in. I think it's. No, no, no. I'm just saying it, it just, it's, it's simplifying reality. It isn't. It's just like people die all the time. It's just, it, if you go back last year, you'll see all the people who died, and you'll be like, shit, man, look at all the people who died last year. And now people are dying this year. Obviously, more are dying because of COVID, but literally that kind of death thing i mean i have one i have a friend uh this guy john luongo and literally his he has made his it's his now life's um calling is whenever anyone dies he's like the first guy talking about it just, that's my head in it. it's like yeah, literally, Arthur, um, we have to take a minute to thank our in death <laughs> good i'm sorry i just that's a pet peeve of mine when people go you know it's like everyone's dying you know it's you know but all right, sorry. We we talk a lot about death in this uh, 
For you, it's one of those things that you're, you're, you're <laughs> and you voluntarily brought it up eight <laughs> minutes in, so you're like already our best oh, guest. That, okay, well, okay, all right, yeah, let's talk about something more cheery. What are you having for dinner tonight? No, 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 wait, wait, no, let's, we like death, we like our, the, we, we yeah, 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 we, we want, we don't want to pivot away from death. It's, it's so, really, wait, what is so, so, Arthur, it's that's boy RD, huh? Death Boy RD, you're gonna have Death Boy very, RD. You have a very Zen-like um, perspective on death. A very what? Zen-like, very Buddhist-like. Who, who me? Yeah. No, no, I don't. No, I, I don't really actually think I do. I just think the whole thing of people die. die you know, it, it's like when people. Okay, so yesterday, who else? Who else died? Cliff Rob, uh, Robinson, the basketball yeah. player. You know, but it's like everyone's so sort of upset. Uh, not, not obsessed. Death is in the air just because things are so fucked up. So obviously, I agree with when you. someone dies, it just piles it on. We assume it's COVID or we assume it's this or that a lot of times. But to me, it's it just like, it, 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 you know, I, I, it, I don't know. It, it does my head in when people group deaths together. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like the thing of grouping them together. Like, oh, there's another one who died. There's a... not, 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 not to be offensive, Esther. I'm just saying, because this friend of mine does it constantly. And it's just like, mm. get a life, man. Live. What the fuck? Are you, why, are you, why are people obsessed with, with, with death? I mean, how many people die a day? A lot. Yeah. I don't know the number. But I have no idea how many. How many celebrities die every day? That's, you know. Well, I mean, he, I think. Good, sorry. I think if a, a celebrity, we would know because of the media, but the average person, I'm sure in the hundreds of thousands a day. Yeah. Yeah, I think like just in general, we have. Like, well, we know. We, know, we, 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 we know a thousand are dying a day from COVID. You know, we know that. Like, that's a sort of finite figure that you could base, you could look at everything else based on, on that. We know, you know, cause they, they do keep count of sort of keep count of all that, but um, no, it's more, it, it's more like, you know, the next time someone, it used to be celebrities died in threes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, two guys, who's going to be the next one who dies. Remember it would always be like that. That was pre-internet though. That was even pre-internet, but that it's was like an old folklore. No, everything comes in threes. Everything comes in threes. So whenever there'd be three, you know, th- when there'd be two people die, who people know that it would be, who's going to be the third. Mm. That, it, that's old school, but that used to be the case. I remember in the 80s, it was like uh, plane accidents. There'd be like Who? time. What was it? Like plane crashes. Well, how many it, plane crashes were there? There, was there, a lot. there were a lot of plane crashes in the 80s. I remember they used, there was like a period of time over a two-year period, like nine went down. I'm going to call you on that. I want to see how many plane crashes there were. All right, look at Yearly it. plane crashes in the 80s. I'm just really. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up now. But... I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm... God, I hope I'm right. <laughs> You'll be like four <laughs> plane crashes <laughs> in the entire decade of the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's Maybe see. Up. Hold on. Last. Uh, how many plane crashes um, are there in a year? Okay. 160 were recorded in 2018, including 13 fatal. But I, I want it in the 80s. Hold on. We yeah. need 80. Oh, okay. The worst month, August 85. Okay, mm. here we go. 
Boom. The worst month for ear disasters. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Three decades ago, hold on, uh, 720 travelers and crew lost their lives on board commercial in a single month, more than any other before or since. And that was August 85. Yeah. So that was actually around the time when I didn't fly. I, I stopped flying from 82 to 87. I didn't fly at all. Maybe that was why, because there were so many crashes. Well, but well, the I don't know. Was that, that, that wasn't the scariest thing about 1985. It was, it was like the prospects of imminent thermonuclear war. Remember 85? What, was, in 85? I don't remember that. 85 was 85 is when I did Sun City, though. I did Sun City in 85, and I wouldn't fly to England because I just didn't fly. Uh, but um, I don't remember nuclear war in 85. But Yeah, this was because um, I, was, I was living in London. But you were young, though. You were young, and you were living where? And was living in London, and it was like it was pretty bad at the time because you had Chernyenko, I guess, was the Russian guy, and uh, and you had like Reagan right at the beginning of his second term, you know, kind of starting to get a little bit senile, I guess, and and it, yeah. and they were really going for the the for the kill, if you will, uh, against the Soviet Empire. But anyway, no pun intended. Yeah. Um. It's a celebration. Yeah. Um, so right. how, how's your life been in the quarantine? What's that? How's your life been in the quarantine? My life has been very similar to without the quarantine, actually. Hmm. Please elaborate. Well, I work at home anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'm working at the same desk. I'm working on the same things. I do the same thing every day that I was doing. Um, the only, you know, the only difference is literally... Um, Instead of driving my daughter to school or picking her up every day, she's here. So, and we do things, you know, she's virtual school now, but during the summer we did, you know, did a lot of, you know, hanging out with, with, with Amaroni. And, uh, but other than that, really, you know, I don't worry. I never, I don't have an office. Uh, my home is my office. So for people who have been doing this for years, just working at home, it really isn't as big a, a deal. I mean, Obviously, going out, it would be nice to go out every every so often. It would, and and uh, and I don't, but I don't really, I don't miss it that much. I mean, I miss uh, instead of going to Zach's, I order in. So you know, <laughs> I actually got, I actually check this out for being a special customer. I order every week from Zach's. Every week we order, right? And as a matter of fact, I better order now because they're shut on Fridays. Uh, I mean Saturdays, and. Last week, you know, I had ordered and I got it. And then the, two days later, the, the truck shows up. And I'm like, well, I didn't order. It must be someone else. And, and my wife said, no one else in this neighborhood orders from Zach. And they brought a bag and they dropped it off. And it was like a gift because I was a, a good customer. I thought that was sort of cool. And it was brownies and uh, croissants and some, you know, it was, it, was, it was really cool that they did that. So. That was nice, and and now I've been ordered to. They'll think I got something free, and now I'm not going to order anymore. You know? Nah, nah. I, I order there from there every week. It's, but I got to go on a diet, so I'm going to have to stop soon. But. Well, shout out to Zach the Baker. But yeah, what, 
But what about what I'm thinking more so on the in the industry side, like what have you heard music wise just because of, you know, the live concert business and everything else? Um, what have I heard? I've heard that there are gigs in Europe going on. I, I just was speaking to a friend of mine who is who works with Black Coffee and also with Temba and a few other acts. And he said they've been gigging in, in Italy and in France, like in clubs, like indoor clubs with no masks. People? I mean, they probably wear masks, I hope, but there are gigs going on, yeah. He said they just did a two month tour in Europe. What? what like literally people in there dancing. Yeah. That's so, that's so bizarre. I yeah. like, yeah. Not like, in Spain, in Italy and in France. He said Italy and France. He said so in Spain. Because no, no. it was like the worst case. Like, remember, like six What, in Italy? Yeah. But I mean, it's, it was, and I guess now it's okay. That's crazy. Is it okay, or is it just that? Well, I'm not, you know, they're crazy, I think, but I don't give a shit, you know? They're going. They're going and doing the gigs. I mean, they, I was surprised, because I said, well, he goes, yeah, you know, not nowhere big, none of the big clubs, but he did say that he manages this guy Temba who tours with Black Coffee, South African guy. Mm -hmm. And he said that basically they were on tour doing gigs. So if you got a gig now, would you do it? No, I no, I won't even I'm not even coming over there to do this. Why would I get well that's understanding. I'm super busy, so I don't really care. And the gigs I would get, you know, I mean, if someone gave me a gig and paid me a shitload of money and I could do it safely, I would do it. You know, it, it, it's more like I wouldn't do it for crappy money and, 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 and somewhere that wasn't safe. You know, I do an outdoor gig. You know, I would I would do an outdoor gig now here as long as I'm like separate from everyone else. I, you you know? did that cool. You did that cool gig with the Manchester people. Uh, yeah, well, that was in my that was in my garden. Yeah, that was, was great. really cool. Oh yeah, the yeah. live stream. Yeah, huh? and, and, and Annette, Danny, and Amaroni were like dancing in the background. Yeah, it was great. I would do. I, I'm thinking of doing another one of those. I think maybe a vote one or something. I don't know. I was thinking of possibly. I got to get the equipment though from Irvin's Welsh's house because he took it back and now he's gone. I get the keys. I could go steal it. You know. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy though with work that that it you know, I'm really busy. So you know, I'm doing a, I'm remixing a new order song uh, oh, nice. right now. Not like I have to get that done this week. I finished the film. I finished I finished a rough cut of my film, so that's going on. I, I you know, and I'm and I'm working on another documentary that we started shooting, and. Um, and I'm working on a book. So I've got like things I do every day. I mean, today I was, I had so much shit on today, literally that, that, uh, that yeah, book, I should, Arthur? yeah, yeah. So I'm doing a lot of stuff, right? So what, what book can you spell the details on that or is it? Yeah. Well, I'm doing a book on it, not a, not an autobiography really. It, it's more like a, um, I'm doing it with my friend Luke, who is, he's a writer and, and, a, and a friend of mine for a long time. He did, he helped me out with, um, with the, um, with the 808 film. So basically it's sort of an autobiography, it's like a biography, but it's more based around specific projects and stuff. So it's more like, 
there'll be a chapter on Sun City. There'll be a chapter on Planet Rock. It will be like through, it will be like a, a biography, but focused on, on certain projects. You know, I think it might be more interesting that way than, you know, than, yeah, I, I, I think, I think, the projects I've worked on, the people I've worked with are really interesting. And I think that that's the way to do it. And with, with him, and then instead of it just being from my view, it will be from people who I worked with. So it will be almost like a document, more like done like a documentary. You know, like Questlove's first book, he had like Rich Nichols talking oh, yeah. about things that happened. So it won't just be from my perspective. It will be, I'll have other people who were involved with their view, like, cause I'll say this and, and then they'll go, well, no, it wasn't really like that. You, you want, you want, I think it makes it more interesting to do it that way. So that to me, that's the concept behind it. That makes it, it's more like, it's more like a documentary than a, but not a film, you know, I mean, I, I think it, it'll be good because, you know, uh, you know, catching the people who are still around who experienced the stuff with me. And I, you know, I forget a lot of how a lot of the things went. I mean, to the extent with um, with the Rockers' Revenge documentary, with the film, there were a few things I none of us remembered, and I and I went back to one guy who was my partner in the record label at the time, and he re, he remembered things specific things no one remembered. He remembered super clearly because he wasn't involved in them. He was more like an external participant, you know. Like when I was in the studio with them, they always said, "Oh yeah, it, took, it was really quick. We did the vocal in like one take." And then he was like, no, you had to work with those guys. Like you had to keep going back and punching in and you really worked with Donnie and got him to the point where then he really let loose. And none of us remembered it like that. And my friend Paul, he was like watching. He had nothing to do with the process. So I would trust what he, uh, I, would, I would trust his, his viewpoint on it a lot more than, than ours because we were in the midst of it. I don't even remember any of it, you know, and, and, and in some instant, in some situations, you know, you need to call back people who are like on the outside watching it. And then you get a, I think it, it'll be re a really cool way to do a book actually. So we'll see. And, yeah, and, and this guy, Luke is great and he's a good friend. So, you know, we, we get on a zoom call like once a week and we, we kick it over different things and, and, you know, he's organizing. So. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I wanted to tell Esther about because I saw the rough cut of the Rockers' uh, Revenge documentary. Yeah, and it yeah. was like super moving. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was like, it, it, and and you know, it's about a friendship that's endured. Uh, it's about you know, keep you're pursuing a dream even if it's been deferred. Mm. You know, and and then it's also about the times we live in, and you know, it's like. You know, I think that if done right, and Arthur, you and I talked about this, if done, you know, it is, it's already really well done, but it, it needs a little bit of, you know, I guess. You gotta polish it a bit, but. Yeah, yeah polishing, and if it's released quickly, like, I think it could be a, just an absolute smash. Because it's, yeah, the, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's the only thing I've seen so far that's truly also about the times we live in, but it's framed against the backdrop of like 30 some years of, of history that in a way almost makes what we're going through just seem a little bit like temporal, which I think we all need in some context that we're going through a small window in like a much larger 
um, you know, a larger context, which, which I thought, think is an interesting hook for selling the, the Yeah, the, I, I agree. And, it, and, it, and, and, and thank you for that. And, but the, the thing is getting anything done quick, it's just, you know, basically this week, we took a week to get the, uh, the pitch document together. So basically, I'm working with the, with Pulse now, Pulse Films, and they're and they're a really good company in the UK. They're actually they have offices in, in Paris and New York and in LA and in London and London also. And it it's just you know it's it's frustrating because the film is almost there and you really want it to come out like ASAP, but you know to get it to come out ASAP we have to finish it and to finish it we need a specific amount of financing to then license things and you know just to finish it you know so i mean what we 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 put a pitch document together along with the um with the rough cut and we're going to go with it on starting on monday we're going to start pitching it and then it's like if we don't get something really quick like in the next th two weeks or three weeks uh then then i'll go i'll try to get get it um financed you know, quicker, you know, through, through whatever, whatever means, because basically it should be out really soon. And, 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 uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, we, we you know, I mean, ba basically uh, a week now is like a month, you know, to me, because things are moving so quickly that you, you want to get it done quick and, 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 and catch the time, but who knows what, if that will happen, but um, it, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's 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 come out really well, and uh, and uh, I think people will get something from it, you know. So it would be good to get it out quick. But, but now, but now I'm working. I've, I've already started on another doc, and and uh, which I'm not directing, and I'm not financing or anything. So that's a lot better, <laughs> you know. Well, so what are you working on? Like, oh, you know, kinda... an email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm what are you doing? I just heard that I heard about um, uh, about Art Basel not happening, which oh, yeah. that's sort of obvious that it wouldn't happen. But I guess yeah, it, it was it's definitely, you know, it was already written in the stars that it wasn't going to happen. But the reality now that it's like official and the domino effect of all the other art, little art fairs that were really, you know, this is the anchor art fair. They're just like, oh yeah, we're not happening either. So everyone just pretty much pulled the plug. Um, it's gonna be so weird. Cause it's almost like tradition, you know? It's kind of like Christmas or the holidays. Like that first week of December, man, <clears throat> I'm the most popular person ever. <laughs> Emotionally. Can we still, can we still do the Chinese uh, meal? Can we do the Chinese oh, meal? The oh, the dim sum. Oh man. You gotta do the dim sum, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think, I think honestly, it's gonna, it's, it's like with anything, I think we're only going to really understand the effects of this year until next year. I mean, it'll take longer than that. Yeah, it'll take longer. Everyone's just still in this weird bubble mentality. We're like still reeling on adrenaline. Like no one's really processed this year. You know, we're kind of living through it. Like everything's great. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, you know Who's but, everything's great well i'm saying like that's kind of the front a lot of people are just you know in this weird bubble but 
I think there's going to be this kind of fallout. It's like a blast. It's what, like what, a, what do we call it? Enlightenment porn in, in episode one? What's it called? What is enlightenment porn? It's like it's like everyone's representing on social they're media like, or like fulfilled that they're or, they know that they're finding some meaning in this and that this is like some spiritual awakening yeah. through which yeah. It's, it's good to look for that, but it's kind of bullshit. We're all struggling. Yeah. I mean, it's bullshit. And then I think everyone's like waiting that like November 5th, something magical is going to happen if fucking Biden. Well, hopefully, no, I think, I think a lot of it also has to do with the election, you know, because there's, there's, there's no, there's literally no security in anything right now. There's no security in, in your health, in your business, and then in the election, you know, because literally, can you imagine if, if he wins, I mean, that is, you know, I mean, that, you know, right now everyone's sort of optimistic that he might not win and that, you know, there'll be some sort of normality to the world. If he wins, you know, I mean, pack you know. Pack bags, buddy. Huh? I said pack our bags. Yeah, well, okay, where are you going to go? Korea. <laughs> no, no, it's just like we're planning on where we're going to go. We're, I mean, you know, I don't have to go the day after the election, but we are we're planning what we're going to do because I, 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 I physically couldn't would not will not stay here. Uh, I think, I think, a lot, I think a lot of people are looking at other countries. I think there. Yeah, well, it isn't, people, people think that they can just do that. You know, you think that people are going to be like open to. Oh, yeah. All these Americans are coming. Oh, yeah. OK, come on, guys. Everyone else is yeah. fucked. The world is fucked, you know. Where you, you know, who's going to accept you? I, I started thinking, can always go to Israel. That was like the one thing I just started thinking about because we can make Aliyah go to Israel, you know? Mm. Well, the, uh, and, and for those who don't know that, we're not re referencing the 1990s uh, uh, soul singer, you know, R&B singer. Aaliyah. What's that? What? Aliyah. Yeah. Aliyah is when a, Footnote: When a Jew decides to when a Jew returns, yeah, a Jew returns. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm fighting. I'm fucking staying. If he wins, like fuck it, you know. Uh, well, but, I mean, not everyone does, but I'm gonna, you know, screw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, but you're younger than me, man. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to stay here for like some of the last years of my fucking life living in fascism. Because it will be. Yeah, you're I, mean, right. I have a dangerous password. I'm moving. I'm moving. Uh, yeah, you can go. You're like, you know. <laughs> Listen, we can go to Germany. We can go to England. I have, I have my flat in England. I can go there. I have an apartment. I don't even have to, like, look for anything. But I'm just saying, you know, but the point was, we're all in this sort of no man's land of not knowing what the fuck's going to happen. And there's two months of that. And then, you know, as that starts ticking, people are going to start bugging for sure, you know? We, we discussed this multiple times, yes. Huh? <laughs> We're just saying this from now till November, if you don't want trouble, just stay home because yeah. people are just on the brink right now, you know? Yeah. Arthur, when you, yeah. Post, when you, po when you post, like, because you're really, like, fucking vociferously anti-Trump guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say. Um, so when you post it, like there's a format that you do. You have like this visual, like it's like a mauve or indigo background. Yeah, yeah. With white block letters. So I've always wanted to ask you, like, did you research? Is that like, did you research? No, that's, 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 like, what, like, that's the one I like the most, I guess. Okay. 
because it's frightening because I've gone to the point now where I'm scrolling through my feed and I know without even looking, like Arthur's about to go That's off. me. <laughs> Just from the black that. with the, like, the, white, the blue things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's, it's uh, but now, you know, but, but literally now, I didn't watch any of the Republican convention at all. I didn't watch one second. I said, I'm not going to listen to fucking lies and nonstop. And I didn't watch any of it. And now... If, if if Trump's on, I just turn it off. I, I, I don't need to hear that shit, you know. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm slowly weaning myself off of M, uh, MSNBC and uh, anything. It's just sort of, you don't really, you don't really need, we already know what's going on. We already hey, know. I got to talk about this. Yeah. and Bantu Knots. What's that? Who? Adele. You know, Mike. You and know. Bantu Knots. Yeah, man. Is it down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's that talk really, about that. That's so ridiculous, you know, because that was ridiculous. Because as someone who lived in London for close to twenty years and lived right in the midst of the of the carnival, you know, that that is just you know, English people just it's 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 almost like a want, not like a wannabe. It's more like they the culture is so inbreded yeah. in white English people that they don't see that as like taking the piss. That is like a respectful that, that they, 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 they want to represent that. They feel like that's their culture. And, and Notting Hill Carnival is the culture of England. It's not just West Indians. It's actually people who have grown up in England all those years and a part of that scene, you know, it's like that was, and then when people are starting to diss her, I'm like, what the fuck? This is getting like a little silly. Because no one, no one English would have ever even thought of it. Literally, they may have made, they may have made fun of her, but not in like a serious like cancel culture well, type of thing. You know, it's. I was hearing that most of the backlash was coming from like woke white folks. I know. God. Yeah, yeah, of course, woke white folks are the. I mean, <laughs> I hate woke white folks. I'm a think, of them I'd rather have them be unwoke. I think they should get unwoke. Go back. Go back to doing other shit because white woke white folks are the ones who are like I mean I just I've fallen out with so many woke white folks who are just so extreme and just they don't really get it they're fucking clueless you know they they're trying to make up for all the wrongs of the world you know and like literally chill out you know I mean really fuck yeah no that did you ever read the manifesto of that guy that killed that Portland Trump supporter. No. The Antifa dude? No. Oh my god. Like, A, I feel like in some weird conspiracy way, I felt like he, this is like a plot because he was so woke in his little, like, you know, Trump is a fascist. I don't have any regrets. I'm fighting for justice. Black Lives Matter. And I'm just thinking, like, the folks in Black Lives Matter are like, bro, don't even get us involved in this, man. Don't mention us. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's fucked up because literally, you know, the, those people, you know, they're they're the ones who are like gonna fuck up Black Lives Matter because they're, you know, they're they're like out there. They're like crazy. They are crazy. Yeah, they're punk. They're punk rock anarchists that you know. Their dad's probably Jeff Bezos, so who knows? I mean, I I, I fell out with Tommy Sunshine. I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not down with him anymore because he's hey, just, what, what's, because of why who's, who's Tommy Sunshine? He's a DJ. 
the DJ, and we've been friends for years. But it's just the things he says, and you know, he's just so, fine. He's, a he's just so woke. No, he's just so woke. He's just such a revolutionary. I'm like, go blow something up, then quit talk. You know, quit talking about it. no, because he did he did some shit online, and I'm like, dude, you know, I mean, that's not responsible. I don't feel he's responsible. You want us to edit this out, or or are you okay <laughs> with? No, I mean, I love Tommy, but you know, the bottom line is he is like. You know, there's a lot of those guys who are really pro Bernie, and then now they, now they, you know, now that Bernie is speaking like reality to them, they're like, oh no, no, you know, Bernie, you know, I love Bernie, but you know, he's like, you know, he, he's like, he's not telling the truth now. You know, they should have. It, it's just that weird, oh, man. People are so weird now. They're just getting oh, really they're crazy. Had, you know, they're really getting yeah. crazy. I think we had your fellow Bostonian Ray Lemoyne on last week. Who? Ray Lemoyne. He's uh, he's uh, the Yankee suck guy. Remember, we met Ray in New York way back when we we saw that. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was talking about how um, you know what what Biden did really well is he integrated all of Bernie's staffers into mm. his campaign early. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them, but now they're starting. Like I heard Nina Turner starting her own party or something. Isn't there now a third party with Cornell West and no, all these people? No. no, that's what I heard. Brother Cornell? That's what someone, that's what this Bernie bro, Frank guy I know, he was like, oh man, lose, you know, all these Bernie people are starting their third party and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, no one's running on the third party. So, you know, let them do a third party after the election. I mean, Bernie's concept of, we got to get Trump out. The day after Biden's elected, I'm going to be fighting for what I want to fight for. And that's what people should be thinking. But, there's, you know, people just, you know, they want to critique everything. Don't critique anything. Just support Biden, vote for Biden, and after that, do whatever you want. But, I mean, people are not being too intelligent. I don't know. Well, They're some think- idiots. I think that that at some point the the you know the far left and the far right meet right in terms of you know the you know kind of their approach which is you know I think the only place right now I want to be is a you know radical centrist is just because I think that right now that's what we need for this electoral cycle we you know it's it's got to be just anyone but Trump you know because whatever the policies that whoever's in power is going to enact that shit just ebbs and flows with administration. But what does not ebb and flow is the blatant disregard for like norms and institutions. And you, know, you can talk shit about the American political system and American kind of, um, you know, the American, uh, 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 you, know, you know, economic system, all that stuff. But it's not, you know, it's in Winston Churchill's like words, it's the worst of, 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 of the best and the worst except for all the others. Except for all the others. It's the worst one except for all the others, right? Yeah. We got to get this guy out. And then we fight. And then you fight for what you want. But normalization is what we have to fight for right now. Yeah. Whether, you didn't, yeah. whether you like the system or didn't like it, like you may want to destroy the system, but this, this is not your talisman for, for overhauling the system. Not the right time. You know, well, and that, and that, and, and, and that, and that's why, in a way, 
I don't know how it's possible, but in a way, someone needs to, you got to get, here's my concept. I've got the best concept. I know this would work. I would totally Sorry, change man. No, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to tell you what should happen. This will change the country, okay? What got to happen is, first of all, Biden got to announce his fucking cabinet, okay? He announces his cabinet. All the people he's putting in his cabinet are there. Then you get people who are the most respected people across all, all genres, some music people, some sports people. People that everyone respects. They're all on the stage. And then you go, this shit is fucking serious. Black Lives Matter. Of course Black Lives Matter. Everyone shut down the protests until after the election. And if someone did that and convinced people to just go home, fucking get people to register to vote, that would change everything. If people keep fucking protesting there's a very good chance Trump will win. And the bottom line is it got nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. They're going to matter in two months. The bottom line is right now everyone should be like, get out the vote and vote this motherfucker out. And if someone could put that together, that would make a huge difference. Because you know what? As long as there's protest and people, because then the Republicans, and that way who are the Republicans, who are those fucking white nationalists going to shoot at or you know, that'll shut it all down. And the only way to do that is to make a major, big thing like that, where you can't just have Joe Biden there. You need, like, every motherfucker. You get George Bush, you get fucking Obama, you get LeBron James, you get everyone. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I believe, I'm, you know, I believe that that would work because you've got to get people to stop fucking protesting for two months. Because as long as they do, trust me, as long as they do, people are going to die, it's going to blow up, and he will win. He will. Because he wants that kind of reaction. He wants that kind of reaction. And you have to make it bigger than Republican and Democrat. you got to make it like this is the fucking country. Do you want the country that these people represent, or do you want the country that Donald Trump and his fucking crazies represent? And the only way to do that is an, an a big something big like that. It can't be like Biden getting up. He just couldn't do it. It couldn't be Obama doing it. It has to be this major thing that would everyone would be watching that shit, and it would work for sure. I just but, don't think that everyone's on the same page. Like if you yeah, look but at you know what? They got to be on the same page, or he's gonna win. Yeah, then he'll he's win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. Listen, I predicted he was going to win when he went, when he, when he, when he did win. Mm. When I went on, when I went on summit, you know, a month before, I, when, me and Freddie, Fat Five Freddie, were going to do that, the event, and and they were like, oh, you know, it should be about music and 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 art. And I said, no, it should be about music, art, and politics. And they were like, why? I go, well, because it's the day after the election, and I have a feeling Trump's going to win. And they were like, no, no way. And I'm like, well, okay, let's plan it. Let's do it as politics, and literally, we we look we looked like geniuses because we had it all prepared. We had the whole talk ready, and they people going, "How did you?" I, I listen. You know what? I had the feeling, and I have the feeling now. If the protests continue, he, he's going to win. So they got to try something really brave and and different to get people to 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 not protest. 
and that is use, using cultural icons in any way possible and just make it like, you know, get get TV, get like fucking TV, get free TV and just go on there and just fucking play Trump at his own game, man, you know? Otherwise, I'm telling you, I mean, why, you know, Biden should have that cabinet now. He should have the cabinet. He should include people that pretty much anyone out there will represent and will, will, will respect. You know, right now it's him and Kamala Harris. There are other people he could include in his who'd cabinet. Who would you include? Who would you include? Well, you know, I would, I mean, shit, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, whether she'd be uh, Secretary of the Treasury or Secretary of State or whatever. You know, I mean, I would include, you know, but I, I would bring in probably someone who, you know, I'd bring in some Republican, whether it's, you know, Mitt Romney, if he would do it or whatever. You, you yeah. just got to build a team that, that you can, you know, that you can basically cross all the boundaries but but you know and obviously bernie should if he wants if he wants something in the cabinet he should be in there whether it's secretary of health or well I got, I got a good question for you yeah you could go back in time time machine and change your vote from obama to mitt romney knowing that obama would never be president but trump would never be president <laughs> What uh, you? I can only answer that question after this election, because if 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 he wins again, then I would have changed my vote to Mitt Romney. To be honest, oh, okay. So, so yeah, well, you know what, Mitt Romney wouldn't have been as bad anywhere near as bad as Trump. You're you know saying I mean? that you're saying huh? that no Obama is worse then two two terms of trump exactly. no no but 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 esther if it's two terms of trump it isn't two terms it's going to be eric jr it's going to be ivanka trust me they will not leave it'll become a fashion it will be like you know a, 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 a banana republic it will if they get if he wins again the country's gone for sure the country's gone i i totally believe that you know and, and it, because he's got two, he's set up his kids already, man. It's like, Ivanka, she's going to be the first female president. How can women not get behind that? She's going to be a female president, you know? Mm -hmm. She's sensible. I'm telling you, if he wins, it's done. It's done. Well, she's like like Marie Le Pen in France, right? Her dad, uh, uh, you remember Le Pen? Yeah, 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 Le Pen. Yeah, like Marie yeah. Le Pen is Ivanka Trump. It's like this... Yeah. The more sensible version, you know? Or Kim Jong-un's sister. Yeah. That's straight up dictatorship. <laughs> it's no, but I, I, I totally, you say potato, I say potato. I totally believe that that's gonna, what will happen. And I think the, the, the way to stop it is, you know, is making that grand gesture. It gotta be something big, man. It gotta be like, listen, you, we care about all, you know, we're for black life. I mean, you know, you just gotta get, the right people to do it, man. I'm telling you. That's because, theory. Go on. Huh? I, I'm just saying, I think we're so um, focused, we're so uh, Western POV all the time that we totally forget that the only other, quote, world power that is able to tilt the access away from this, like, Americanism is China. I know I bring this up all the time, God. but... 50. I, missed, I, missed, I missed what you said. What was that? I'm sorry. I'm saying that we're edging into a new Cold War between the U.S. and China, and I'm positive that China 
in the next 50 years, everyone will be speaking Mandarin because they're the only world power right now that is literally buying up the world and including American debt that if yeah. we, if we're operating on a capitalist system, that, that's pretty much game over. And with Trump, it doesn't even matter. Biden, Trump, no, it's 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 game over. Yeah, but you're yeah, but you're no. I I mean I understand what you're saying, but to me that's the next chapter. I mean this chapter is, it's if if he wins, then you know the rest of my life it's going to be un, you know it'll be it'll be Trump's running the country, and and I don't give a fuck about China. You know, to me, I mean I'm you know whatever. I, can still I, understand, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, the bottom line is, is it's like, it's like it's, let's it's, deal with what's in front of us, which we have to triage the yeah, current yeah, situation. Yeah. But my point is, if anyone wants to take down Trump on that level, I would think it's China on a global scale. Because right now, it's like the economy is booming in the sense of like the markets. Like it just doesn't. But the markets, but, yeah, but the markets, what does that mean though? The markets. So because that's a, yeah, but you know what? The, 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 white, the white nationalists are on, on the stock market. Eventually, they're going to start getting pissed off, too. I mean, it's, you know. Dude, you know what? The prediction goes, if Biden wins, the market's going to crash. All of the hedge fund guys, they're banking on it. Who, is who says that? I think that's true. That's bullshit. You're watching this stupid TV shit, man. That is literally bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is bullshit. That's what they want you to say. That's what Trump's saying. Oh yeah, that's literally bullshit. All the people I know, all the all the Morgan Stanley guys, and they're all like, "Get Trump the fuck out," you know. If you look at the stocks that are doing very well right now, they're all stocks that will do well if Biden wins, and all of the stocks that are not doing well are the stocks that will do badly if you know that. If, um, if Trump, if, you know, if Trump wins, so right now the market at least believes that Biden will win, and um, there is no, you know, there there hasn't been a market correction for that. You know, the market now believes Biden's going to win because there's a lot of indication that 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 would support that proposition you know, from a market perspective. The market's not exactly crashing. The market is doing. Very well, well, today it did. Today it did. Today it was down 800. But, but uncertainty and stability—that's what it wants. Yeah, and I think I think the market is basing it that that, okay, that Biden's going to win. Since, huh? I'm sorry. Since COVID lockdown, the market has literally went up by however many points yeah. with Black Lives Matter, with protests, with unemployment, yeah. with COVID. Because the fundamentals of the economy and the, the financial system are actually sound. And, and most, what most people are thinking is that this is a, an aberration that does not reflect the actual underpinnings or, of the economy. Now, we've got how, how, how many people unemployed? A lot. But the notion is that, and I sit in on these Goldman Sachs calls, and you know, I find them pretty, you, know, you can say what you want about Goldman Sachs and banking, but like, they've got smart people on. They've got really smart people. Yeah. Really smart people on, and they kind of have some credibility they have to maintain with their investors. So what I listen, when I listen to those calls- well, Yeah, they don't want you to pull their money out. That's probably what they want to give you insurance. No, they, but, but no, that, that I, I'm not sure that it's that simple, right? You, you, it's easy to paint 
these investment firms is evil and a lot of what they do is evil, but as it relates to these investor calls where they're actually advising their clients, they are trying to maintain their credibility and they do bring a lot of people on from, you know, academics, um, you know, people in the, in the private sector, people in the governmental sector, different you know, people in different, representing different sides of the political spectrum. And the reality of it is that our system, our economic system, despite the horrible pain that, it, that mil, tens of millions of people go through, the system, independent of its effect on so many of the people, is not, is not weak. It is a strong system. Now, it's not delivering results to, 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 to the plurality of people, it's a which is a political issue, it's not a an economic issue. It's a system based on the fact that the Federal Reserve is buying up these giant corporate stocks to prop up the market, okay? So long story short, we're printing money. This is it. Like we're just essentially printing money and the folks at the top of this giant Ponzi scheme that we call capitalism feels like it's okay. Let's just continue to print up money because every economy in the world props up their economy based on the dollar. So if the dollar goes down, the whatever Cambodian currency will go down or whatever the German currency go down until China comes back. And again, I'm bringing China in as the other stabilizer of this crazy bubble that we're in. Because if, if anything, people are now going to prop up their economics on Chinese standards as opposed to America. But China, China has its own domestic political issues. They want to stay in power and they know that of if course, they do not China's deliver- Of course, China's literally the worst when it comes to human rights. But if, but they, don't deliver, if they do not deliver 7% growth every year, they know that they're going to have social unrest and they're going to have potential foment and, and revolution. So for them, for them know, it's not a zero sum world we live in. Right? The Chinese are not going to fuck U.S. just to fuck them up because guess what? We're no longer going to be able to buy from them. That means their economy is not going to grow. The regime, who only care about themselves, we know that, they're, they're, they're going to be threatened if they do not deliver but they're used. To, but America's not the only buying power right now. Countries in Africa are having much more GDP buying power. There are other, way, other compared to the U.S., not, not even close. I'm telling you, dude, I'm just saying people are sleeping on other world powers that are coming up. I yeah, and, they all have COVID, and they all have COVID there, too. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I think, I I think, think we, don't really know, we don't really know what's going to happen. In, in That's the, my whole piece on it. I think the You're going empire, short. You're shorting the U.S. I feel like the empire of America. <laughs> Pax Americana. 300 years of really good. And I, I just think it's done. You know, it's just, it had its heyday. You know what I'm saying? It's like a Coke habit. You got it at some point. It's just going to like. At some point it's no good anymore. Remember like everyone really loved Germany. It's like, okay, well, they had their thing and then let's move on. Let's move on to another culture that, you know, actually knows what the hell they're doing. Anywho. Which, which is who? China. No, I'm not saying China is like this epitome of, I just think that as a power that can shift like paradigm shift. Well, they have, they already have. Whether it's psychological, whether it's cultural, whether it's financial. I mean, the fact that they're like producing the next Avengers movie, what the fuck, dude? What? You know, what I mean, I really think that- The Russo brothers- I really believe if Trump wins, it's all a moot point, who gives a fuck, to be honest with you, personally. 
if he wins, you know, I just think the country's done. I think it's, I, I think it becomes banana Republic more than it is now. And I think that his family will, they'll control, you know, let's get Biden elected. And then that's, that's, yeah, that's what I, I don't understand why anyone talks about anything else other than getting him elected. I mean, seriously, people are just sleeping on it. I think I really do. I mean, it's going to be hard. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I totally agree. And and the bottom line is, I think if the protests continue, boom, it's fallen right into the trap. I really believe that. I really believe it. It's people, you know, people got to really. But 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 a lot of the post convention polling, because I'm I'm a five thirty eight Nate Silver guy. Even yeah. People are like, oh, he didn't get the last one right. He no, fucked up on the last yeah. one. Well, everyone fucked up on the last uh, one. That's facts. That's true. I mean, he said that there was a 30% chance of Trump winning. He that's didn't say there was a 0% chance. And, you know, whatever. And that's, by the way, scarily enough, that's exactly where he is right now. 30% Trump winning, 70% Biden winning. So, but, but the reality of it is that coming out of the conventions, there, there wasn't a, a significant balance either way. Uh, there was maybe right. a few percent, you know, shift towards Trump, but that's that might be tapering off. Because the reality of it is, people care mostly about COVID right now. You're right, yeah, Arthur. Exactly. People right. do yeah. care about the protests, but people care more about COVID. So, which is why they're so desperate now to do the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're changing that. We're changing when they're going to release this vaccine. It ain't that ain't going to happen. The, 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 the vac a safe vaccine will not be ready in two months, for sure. No, no. But no matter what voodoo he tries on it, you know, I don't think it will. But, no, no I, 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 just, I, I just think that the protests are just falling into the trap. Do you have a lightning round? Oh, should we do lightning round? We should do lightning round. All right. Let's What's do lightning round? <laughs> So this is as, as Esther scrambles to, to pull up some questions. So we, every week we do a lightning round where Esther asks a bunch of questions and you have to answer them quickly based on exactly what comes to mind. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that quick. So. It never works that way. Yeah, right. another, yeah, no one really. I'm right. not, don't worry about it. Just figure it out. All right, but this is a good one. I feel like I'm recycling a lot of these lightning round questions, but it's been so long that then you could still play. Okay. Arthur, you ready? I'm ready. What would be the theme song of your life? Message is love, Al Green and me. And me. Ooh, that's sick. That's oh. oh, I don't know how many That's a good one, Ben. Yeah, uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Like it. <laughs> and what's yours, Esther? Since you. Yeah. Oh, it changes by the day, but. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, which TV sitcom would you star in? Oh, God. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, 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 sitcom or, or sitcom? TV sitcom. Well, it has to be like a situational comedy or it could be a series. Oh, my God. Yes. It, you, it, well, I'd want to be a cur I want I, I want to be in Curb. Curb your enthusiasm, for sure. Oh, that's a good one. Touche. That's a good one. Uh, Californication. <laughs> is Ooh. that a sitcom though? <laughs> no, I want to be Hank Moody's like not as cool friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what is the craziest, most daring thing you've ever done? Um, married the German. 
You want me to edit that out? That's going to be on Instagram. That's going to be an Instagram. No, I like it. I like it. That's going to be a free yeah. story. <sighs> okay, Matt. Oof. Jeez, <laughs> um, I don't know how to better that. Uh, <laughs> I, I moved to another country for a, not a German, but for a, ah, a Brazilian of German heritage. Hold on one second. Hello? Oh, Keith, let me call you back in 10 minutes. I'm almost done. Okay, can I call you back? Okay. <laughs> what else? All right, you, re you ready? Yeah. Okay. What do you like being complimented on, Arthur? My DJing. Okay, fair. Okay. Ben? Uh, I, I, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. When people compliment you? Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> right. Um, what, what would you like to do before your next birthday? Get the fuck out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also Ben's. Um... No, I want to hug people I care about. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Um, what has been some great advice that someone gave you? Oh, God. Uh, I, that I actually took or that I didn't? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the one that, the, that, that I didn't take is never sell real estate, you know? Wait, as in like you want to sell real estate? No, never sell any real estate. Oh, right? God, I it. Literally, I should have listened that you never sell real estate. Oh, just hold on to real estate. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. That, that's, someone told me you never sell it, hold on to it. So it was good advice. And, and if I had held on to it, I'd be really rich. You know? Probably in here. Sounds like a, something I've been told to. Yeah. All right, Ben, best advice? Um, pass. Ooh. I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, all right. What is your most treasured possession? My daughter, for sure. Okay. She's a possession? Well, yeah, I'd say Not that. I mean, yeah, I'd say my daughter's a, well. No, minus humans and dogs. Let's think more objects. Okay. What is my, God, you know what? My, um, I don't, okay, you know what? I don't really think I have, I don't feel that I treasure possessions that much, that I need cool. to have a treasure possession. Literally, I don't. Okay. For me, it's old, like old family photos. Like, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Good one. Um, if you had to be reborn again, who or what will you choose to be? Besides Arthur Baker? Besides <laughs> me? I could get in trouble, but no, I won't. I'm not going to say. Oh, oh, no, I could get arrested. I'd, I'd be an assassin. <laughs> oh, you can't yeah. get saying that. What? You want to? Uh, you, you, you know who I'd go for? Oh, okay, no, you can't. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, okay. I'd, I'd love to play pro basketball. I'd love to come back as a basketball player. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Ben? Uh, I would like to come back as a, uh, I don't know, like a philosopher, maybe? You're not a philosopher now? No. Like, <laughs> no 
like a professional, like a professor of philosophy. Yeah, like a well-regarded philosopher who like holds court in the 17th century somewhere. Oh, Balzac. So you could get all the hippie chicks, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, the wise professor. Yeah, okay, I get it. Fuck, I thought it was deep. All right. Um, okay, if a millionaire decides to fund your all expenses paid one week trip to anywhere where would you go and what would you do wow 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 where would i go what would i do god where would i want to go you've been a lot you arthur you've traveled a lot so yeah but there's a lot of places i haven't been to i wouldn't mind going to uh hawaii maybe i don't know i've never been to hawaii and eat a lot of good food i don't know but that's that's that, that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that is the most like basic answer. Huh? Like the average person, the average person would be like Ibiza. We would want to go to Malta. We and then Arthur's like, yeah, I go every fucking summer. Oh, it's dude! Really by the way, really by the way, you've not been to Ibiza <laughs> unless you've been there with Arthur Baker. Yeah, I it's know. It's on my bucket fucking list. Dope. It's on my bucket list. Um, okay, Hawaii, great, great. <laughs> ben, where would you go? Uh, Disney World now. Um, I would go to, um, like right now, or COVID or not COVID? It's a, it's a lightning, it's a lightning rod. There's like nowhere I want to go right now. Nowhere's good, like nothing's good right now. All right, okay. Um, final question. All right, if you could play a scene in a movie, what would it be and which character would you play? Oh man. Wow. God, I'm trying to think of the movies I really liked. And yeah, what's your favorite movie? Uh God. I really like Bronx Tale. That's one of my favorite movies. Ooh, oh, would you be Charles Palmentieri or the kid? I wouldn't be the kid. Would you be Robert De Niro? No, I, I guess I'd be Chaz. That was a that, that's a good part, but that isn't what I would have picked. But that's my that's one of my favorite movies. So that is the door trick. Yeah, yeah, the door trick. Oh man, yeah, that was amazing. I always use that afterwards. The door trick, you know. Use the door trick. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's a good. Isn't it a good barometer of you know? Is that is that how you uh, did Annette? Uh, well, no, but Annette is oh like she, she is, Annette would open the door. Yeah, she would reach over and open the door. What's the door trick? Okay, so the door trick is in the scene, Chazma McTerry takes on the kid. I don't know, what's the name of that actor? I don't think he did much after that. But. Ralph something, Ralph Machico? Was it the guy from- I'm not sure, no, it wasn't Ralph. No, it wasn't. But the guy who was ended up in jail for murder. You know that, right, the kid? No. Yeah, didn't you know that? He ended up being a gangster and he, he ended up in jail. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, I, I guess it didn't work out, but yeah. Anyway, so 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 he he's dating a young girl, and and he asks the gangster like, "How do you know that's the one?" He goes, "Well, this is what you do. You um, you drive, you know, you drive your car, you you know, you park, you let her, you know, or actually, you go to the car, you let her in, and you walk around the car to get into the driver's seat, mm -hmm. and if she go, reaches over to unlock the door for you, then you know that's the one." That's the door trick. The door trick. Wow, that's a lot of work. Anywho.
but it was good. It was the, a great movie, though. Really under underrated movie for sure. Because well, it came out, it, it, was it came out, it came out at the, the same time as the Scorsese movie. I think it came out uh, the same time as Casino or something. And, oh, and it, Casino. Well, Casino. But yeah. you know what? Now it, that door trick wouldn't really necessarily work in today's time because it's automatic. So it'd just be like, hey. Yeah, but you could have an old car though, Esther. We're talking old cars. This was like an old, an old Cadillac or something, you know? Because he let he let the kid use his car, right? Didn't he let his, him use the Cadillac or something? Oh yeah, because now we have technology that then we yeah, the we shouldn't trick. find out a, a compelling. No, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, ben, do you have a favorite movie? scene well you know i've always told you lost in translation is my favorite movie of all time oh i love that that's a great movie too yeah. scarlett johansson uh no i would i would play her douchebag photojournalist oh, boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh, you wouldn't have played you wouldn't have played uh, what's his name bill murray no, no. yeah i played bill no but i don't want to have that many regrets yet yeah that's that's a man filled with regret yeah true True. I would be, I would play the robot in the robot cafe. <laughs> no, you would play uh, Sausalito, the singer for Sausalito, the gingerhead singer in the nightclub. <laughs> anyway, um, Arthur's gonna go. Uh, make Arthur's it left. <laughs> He's I'm like, ready. No, I want to. I want to finish this track, man. I'm gonna make. No, it time's a ticking. Jesus, it took an hour of your time. Dude, you didn't read schedule A. Ah, yeah, read. Huh? Uh, 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 uh. No, it's coming out good. Arthur, you have any last words? Thanks for being on our fake podcast. No, that was fun. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Would you, would you... Those were good questions. I'm, I'm glad I was quick on those questions, though. I think I did well. Very impressive. Well, our four listeners will have the say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Who listens to this? <laughs> no, I don't think it. Well, after we edit. Well, no. No, you don't have to edit that. Don't edit anything. You know? No, we love you. Yes, you're you're the best you. thing that's ever happened to our Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. All righty. Take care, guys.